Well, we've had a lot of readings tonight, some of them very familiar, but I'd like to read just one verse, and you might think this is surprising for a a service which is partly about the Incarnation, but just bear with me. One verse from Psalm 27. This is a Psalm of David. It's very often where people turn to when they feel in trouble, when they feel in danger, when they're anxious and worried. Where do you turn to? Psalm 27. If you've never done it before, I recommend it. This is what David says. I had fainted, almost given up, unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Why are we waiting? I shouldn't think anybody enjoys waiting. British people have a habit of queuing. We're famous for queuing. But do you really like waiting? Waiting? For years and years. Well, the name that we've heard a lot tonight is David's name. The city of David, the son of David. David's greater son. What's the David bit all about? Why David? He's 3,000 years ago. David was waiting. But he said, I had almost given up unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Everybody knows David was a shepherd. The Lord Jesus that would come was to be a shepherd. Everybody knows as well that David was a king. King David. Surely a king would have everything. Wealth, power. But David says he's almost given up. Life isn't really worth living to David. He's surrounded by enemies. He's got people that want to take his throne. He's got other kings that want to come and take his life. He's almost given up. Unless he believed. What did he believe in? All those 3,000 years ago, he believed in the goodness of the Lord, but it hadn't appeared. He was waiting and waiting and waiting. It says in the verse after, wait on the Lord. What does that word wait mean? To eagerly anticipate, not like waiting at a queue at Wimbledon, hoping a ticket will come, not waiting in the doctor's surgery, wondering if it will be two hours or three, but they waited hundreds, thousands of years, waited for the goodness of the Lord to appear. They waited because all the other answers in life to the biggest problem hadn't worked. Because when you look back on history, 
You see war after war after war. We've had another one. This year, in Europe, the first time for 77 years. Haven't we solved the problem of war? Apparently not. Haven't we solved the problem of marital breakdown? Apparently not. Haven't we solved all the problems of the human heart and mind? It seems not. That's why David was waiting. He was waiting for the Savior. Why is the Savior called the Son of David? Because David knew. David knew that one day, after they had finished waiting, the Savior would appear. The answer, the only answer, the remedy for the big problem of my life, and I can say with confidence your life, and the problem of the world, and the problem of every government, is the human heart. And the answer was coming, but it hadn't yet come. The answer was the son of David. The answer would come in the city of David, Bethlehem. There wouldn't be any doubts, no mistakes. Everybody knew the Savior was coming, but they were waiting. One question for you. We've just sung a hymn. It said, Earth was waiting, spent and restless. All the solutions... War, that's not a solution. Money, that's not a solution. All the solutions were spent, empty. They didn't work. And the world was restless until the Lord Jesus Christ came. And what did he come as? Just like David, a shepherd and a king. A king because he would rule, a shepherd because he would gather, one by one, all his sheep. He would gather them, just like David did. Gather, one by one, the sheep. A king and a shepherd. But how patiently they had to wait. But you know, we don't have to wait anymore. The waiting is over. Now is the time. Now is the appointed time. Today we don't have to wonder. We don't have to look forward. We don't have to say, will it be here? Because he's come. Every single one of the hundreds of prophecies have been ticked off. And he's come. There's no need for waiting. Why are you waiting tonight? Why are you waiting? There is no other answer. Every other one has been tried. And it's spent. It didn't work. Don't try any other answer. The only answer, that's the answer that's in the Christmas message. The son of David has come.
in the city of David. And he is the one who David looked to. He said, I had fainted, almost given up. Life wasn't worth living unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord. What's the goodness of the Lord? His Son. Heaven opened. Christ come to be the only Savior, the only one that can forgive, the only one that can heal our hearts, the only one that can make us hear, and the only one that can open heaven for us. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This is what David says to you and to me. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Are there any weak hearts tonight? Any weak minds, people struggling? I do. Wait on the Lord. Look to him. Look to the Lord Jesus Christ, the son of David. The waiting is over. We're going to have our final item tonight. It's number 24 in our books. Number 24. Just while you're finding that, just one or two announcements. Please do stay for refreshments afterwards in the hall behind. If you're short of space, come downstairs, bring the food and drinks. And then anyone here tonight for the first time, you're very welcome to join us this coming Sunday. It's Christmas Day, but it's also Sunday. So that's a special double privilege. We meet at 11 in the morning and 6.30 in the evening. You would be very welcome to join us. And as we go out tonight, we don't normally have a collection, but this year, both today and on Sunday morning and evening, we're going to give our collection to the relief of those who face a very bleak winter in Ukraine. And we hope to give, as we already have and many others have, Bibles which are in great demand in Ukrainian and Russian to the many people there. So there is a collection at the back. You'll see it in the foyer. If you don't have money today, come on Sunday and you can give morning or evening. We've had nearly 80 Ukrainians in this building. We've taught them English. Most of them have now got jobs and it's been a great privilege, but also quite difficult to hear their very personal stories of what's happened in their life and in their families. So that's what we do tonight. Let's sing our final hymn. O come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant.